0: What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode five, season three of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. Y'all, today's show is going to be packed with a lot of updates on things that we have been talking about over the past couple of weeks, as well as some, you know, fresh information, of course. But I got some things that happen in the NFL. Or just in regular sports world that I want to talk about. And I had somebody reach out to me to ask my opinion on something. So we're going to go over that as well. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready for the show, baby. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me. Your girl with me Yes, 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 yes. What's up? What's up? So actually, let me start by sharing my opinion about something because I had somebody reach out to me about the welfare queen <clears throat> Brett Farvin what I thought about the whole situation. And I was like, well, that's kind of (laughs) old to me. Um, It's new news, I guess now, but I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and address my opinion about it. Um, Yeah, I mean, it doesn't shock me. It's so many more people that gets away with stealing money from the less fortunate. I mean, to be honest, I believe that's how some of these people is rich. You know what I'm saying? They steal money from the less fortunate. These politicians, they pad pockets of people who can make, you know, stuff happen for them. So am I shocked? No. Am I shocked that, you know, the news is not covering it? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I mean, I've never been one of the type of people who thought because I'm black, I should be treated like everybody else. Knowing that, you know... It it just hasn't happened. So it's, oh, well, what about all of the coverage Mike Vick got versus what Brett, Brett Favre is getting and blah, blah, blah. Is it fair? No, it's not fair. But am I shocked? No. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure nobody's shocked. And what what is weird to me is the uproar and everybody being upset. And it's like we're going to be upset about everything all the time and reach out on social media, but – I mean, how many times really is social media really helping? I mean, you get some certain situations where it's like all of this legal stuff and, oh, justice for so-and-so and and release this person and blah, 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 blah. But a lot of times they have uh, people in the back helping them. I mean, we don't have opinions, but... It doesn't change anything. You know, what I would love to see people do is get up, vote for different politicians, you know, do stuff in their community and be a part of their community so stuff like that can't happen. We are privy to a lot of information we don't ask about. And unfortunately, the welfare queen has slipped through the cracks. And then he talked about, well, I paid the money back. That don't mean shit, Brett. You know that don't mean absolutely nothing. And the fact that a stadium still, I mean, it's built. All of that money and all of that, you know, no, tear the damn stadium down, put some money back into, you know, Mississippi, do something for the kids, Brett, build a recreation center. I mean, I don't know, he probably gonna steal from Peter to pay for, I don't know, but I wanted to get my opinion on that because somebody asked me. Personally, I'm not shocked, I'm not shocked about the media coverage or none of that, because I'm snot, you know, and luckily I'm happy, like I said, for Mike Vick, because after all of that, he still was able to come back into the league. Now, even though they treated him like trash and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just hopefully one day the world changed. That's all I got to say about that. So I want to give a quick update, too, on BG. Brittany Griner, her appeal hearing is set for October the 25th, end of this month. Remember, y'all, she was arrested in February for um, the car- the vape cartridge with supposedly the weed oil or whatever. And she pled guilty in August. So she was sentenced to, I believe, up to 10 years, but they were trying to do a prisoner swap. So it's seeming like she's still going through the legal fight, actually, on her own. And her appeal was at the end of the month. She said that she didn't get the right legal represent- uh, representation. It's just a lot with that case. Was crazy is what's going on with this prisoner swap like i mean i don't know and i know it's only so much the president can do and i and i understand you know hey she did get busted with it in her bag but i mean come on like damn it's gonna be another year in a minute i mean a whole year not another year Who? i hope she not behind jail for multiple i mean behind bars for multiple years it's going to be a year in a minute and it's kind of like Stressful. What's going on here? I know her wife every day is sick. Oh, my God. So, y'all, just continue to keep BG in your prayers. I mean, I want to see her free. Free BG for sure, man. Like, she need to come home. She need to be home with her family, her teammates, like her loved ones. This is super. Putin be stretching some shit out for real. And I ain't, I ain't about that life. Like, mm-mm. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to move fast, but I have so much to fit into my show today, y'all. Um, let's go over to, okay, cause all that's NFL. NFL, NFL. Ah! So let's start with Michigan and Michigan State. Y'all, I already knew Michigan State wasn't gonna win against Maryland. Slight chance, um... Especially just not even knowing what kind of head state. uh, First off, why y'all was letting me call this boy brother Tualia? (laughs) So I was, I I honestly was just calling this man Tualia because his name, how it was spelled, right? So I'm looking like, you know, why am I calling him Tualia in the A and the U is mixed? You know, I thought he was just named after his brother. So, anyway, Talia, <laughs> Talia Tugavaloa, I didn't know what kind of headspace he was going to be in after, you know, everything that's going on in the, in the NFL with his brother. So, and, you know, in my head, just maybe, you know, certain stuff I think do affect players, you know, especially when it comes family, stuff like that, so close to the game. And then they had the Ian, Hurricane Ian, um spin the block and hit the Carolinas and was supposed to go through Maryland. So all the, the the weather was and then the weather did play a factor at the end, but it did have nothing to do with Michigan State secondary. You know, just where was they at? I'm I'm almost wondering if they put other players that play other positions in these positions just to fill you know the gap because it's no way, it's 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 no way. Michigan State's defense should be this garbage, and I mean the offense, like Peyton Thorn. I mean, I, I, last year I wasn't big on Peyton. i mean to be honest. I mean, he was all right. He was decent, um, you know. But credit Kenneth Walker. Hell, he need an honorary Heisman. That's all I got to say about that. Um, yeah. Mel Tucker I think he can pull it around if Michigan State could do something. It's going to be wor- it's going to be hard for people to really want to go there like top recruits and everything if they losing. And you know I mean, he be doing his thing in that transfer portal, but mm, I don't know, Mel. Uh he wasn't sweating as bad as the last game, but they still lost. I mean, oof. And they play Ohio State Saturday at 4 at home. Ooh, yesterday, last night, my husband said, what if Ohio State come and Michigan State upset them? And it's just, you know, a weird game. And I was like, you know, that can happen. It's football. You never know what can happen. But it's I don't know where they're going to recruit some secondary players by this weekend from because they should be up practicing right now. Like, I mean, the way Ohio – I don't know. Michigan moved up, though, from five to four in a week. I mean, and we all know Michigan State is unranked. They started off ranked after that second game. I mean, they lost um, in Washington. They fell all the way out the rankings. Well, I mean, I'm not even going to say all the way out. Like, they was, like, number 10 and went out. I think they was, like, number 21 at the time. But that's still, you know, shit, they definitely probably, like, I don't even know. But Michigan is number four. They went over to Iowa. And, you know, it was like, basically, I knew Michigan would win. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this Iowa defense, they they ain't um, letting no offenses put up points. And, you know, top ten teams come to Iowa, and this is where they're – defeated and blah 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 JJ J. J McCarthy first um start there in Iowa. Really um weird too because I mean I guess because JJ J. was playing crazy on a roll. So my, some, a lot of people was saying Iowa was gonna was gonna be tight and they might win. Well they didn't. Michigan won. It was twenty seven to fourteen. It was a really, really, you know, some some tough moments to watch but i mean jj was damn near perfect way better than um last week against maryland and truthfully you can see the coaching i mean you know i touched on that last week he needs to be coached better he needs to you know he'll learn that was his first big 10 start this is his second his third is next um on saturday at noon Against Indiana, another good game, but another winnable game. So, it the defense is good. Blake Quorum, I mean, t- what is there to say? Quorum for Michigan this year is what I believe Kenneth Walker was to Michigan State last year. Not to take anything away from the run game from Michigan last year, because you know, Michigan. They they stand tall on that run game. Hassan Haskins last season was a beast. So it's not like the Michigan team just have these powerhouse, you know, runners or should I say just got it. What I mean by that is that literally Peyton Thorne could put the ball in Kenneth Walker's hand and he would make a play. and 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 it wasn't just no two, three yards here. It was like – When a play needed to be made, it was made. And quorum, that's quorum, you know, hitting university highs, you know, breaking his own records and just playing above and beyond what was needed, putting on that extra pounds. It's like he literally, he's dragging the players. He reminded me because I was watching that Monday night game. And, of course, we're going to get to that because Debo Samuel is just, he's a beast. But he reminded me a lot of Debo Samuel, the way he's able to run and just get away from the, the block, you know, breaking tackles and everything, and how strong and fast he is. So I can't I really can't wait to see Blake Horn in the league. I know he's gonna make a team super happy for real. Um, but I'm just excited for Michigan all the way around. I think oh, I can't remember his name. Um, with the red tips, the defensive players—I mean, they was coming out and they was doing what needed to be done when it needed to get done—and that's why Michigan, at the moment, is five and zero. State is two and three. I want State to pull it together, but after this week, they might be two and four, and let's see what happens down the line. I don't think they're going to be Michigan this year, um, just to be honest, and that's not a bias. Um, it's just the the team is playing like ass. And I mean, I oh my sounds, my sounds went away. Let me let me do it again. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I I'm not calling for nobody's job this week. Um, I'm not. We gonna get on over to the Lions. It's a few people calling for some jobs on the team. I'm not calling for nobody's job this week when it comes to Mel Tucker or anybody around the league. I mean, it's a few coaches I feel like going to be out after this season. But you know what? So I wanted Mike McCarthy out. But Cooper Rush is undefeated for the Cowboys since he has taken over for Dak Prescott. So they probably going to keep Mike McCarthy around. But you know who they need to get rid of Dak Prescott. And I'm a Dak Prescott fan. Ever since he came into the league, shook it up, they did so good that first year. Then it was just, you know, average, smooth sailing for Dak. Um, and then he's injury prone. I mean, I they just paid him that money, you know. I mean, he plays on the sidelines. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I ain't calling for nobody's job this um, this week. I mean, we can go. We We can get on the um, Lions, because I always say the Lions for last, but I got other stuff to talk about. And this game really was stressful. 45 to 48. I mean, our defense had no freaking answer. None, not one for Seattle. For Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. (laughs) Like, this game was so winnable, it was sickening. When Jared Goff threw that pick six, I'm like, oh my god, and and I'm not even upset with 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 Joff because he played a good game, honestly. Like he's among like the top five quarterbacks in the league right now. His passer, I mean his his um his stats, and it it it's. It's our defense, and, and and that's what I was saying. Like, so many people all fire Aaron Glenn, Aaron Glenn suck, and it's weird because these same people were singing his praise last year. Oh, Aaron Glenn is the messiah. Oh, he needs to be a head coach. Oh, he's overachieving with these defensive players who are pieces of shit. Well, this year he come back, he get his defensive players, and it's like they digress. Like, is this even the same quarterback? Are they running new Um, schemes like I don't know I, I mean I don't know what Aaron Glenn's issue is or the defense the defense sucks I mean their secondary is damn near non-existent either I mean Jeff Okuda over the course of you know the first couple weeks was amazing I don't even know where the hell Jeff Okuda was this last game the injuries are always something every single season that pushes the Lions back and then it's like, now with this new regime, this new culture and everything, it's, oh, the next man up, we're going to make it happen. But, damn, you know what I will say? The running game is solid. With DeAndre Swift out, um, Jamal Williams and Craig Reynolds, they, they do make it happen. I'm a Jamal Williams fan. I've loved him ever since he was traded over here to um, Detroit from Green Bay. Really? And, and a lot of times I watch the Green Bay games now and look at how they could have utilized Jamal Williams better, except, especially with you know, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they've been winning games, but it's a struggle. It's a true struggle. And I'm just happy and fortunate that we have him. I like DeAndre Swift, and I know DeAndre Swift is explosive. I would hate to see him move on to a different team and be – just a breakout player for that team. But that's usually what happens with Detroit Lions anyway. But I'm kind of tired of DeAndre Swift here in Detroit. Like, ever since we drafted him, what has been like three years? Is this his third or fourth season? I mean, you don't know because he barely plays. Like, DeAndre Swift, it's like, oh, we got this weapon we depend on. But out of the whole season, what is he healthy for part of half the season? We don't need that. Like, the way this team is going, we have to have impact players who can stay consistent on the team. Would I be one to say, let's pay DeAndre Swift and not? No, hell no. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No. I think he he should be afraid. You know, he should be one thinking like, hey, what's going, what's going to happen with my job? And just to be honest, what what benefits will he do for any other team sitting on the sideline? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-mm. Um, I I'm a Ross St. Brown was missed. You know who who wasn't missed and who stepped up? Hawkinson. Hawkinson was the Hawkinson we knew when he had that connection with Stafford. It's like golf needed him and he did it. Kennedy dropped the ball so many damn times. I can't believe they kept throwing the ball to him. I mean, and then he did make some some key plays and key catches. I, I mean, I don't even want to say when they counted because they all damn near counted. But I wasn't impressed. I mean, what I was impressed by was the offense. They, they stayed the course. Three points, you know what I'm saying? They were down a lot every time Seattle scored because they damn near scored on every drive. Um... Jared Goff had to come back out there like, okay, here we go again. And that's the part that I liked about the game because they didn't seem to give up. It just was just, I don't know. It's it's like last season we had an amazing defense that kept the Lions in a lot of games, and the offense was shitty. This season it's a shitty a shitty defense, fantastic offense. Shit, probably like a top ten offense in the league. <laughs> so, it's just, uh and then the Lions played against the Patriots. The way the Patriots played against Green Bay, I, the game went into overtime. Great game. When I say I was just on the edge of my seat, oh, my gosh, somebody's about to beat Aaron Rodgers. Kick that damn field goal in overtime. Won the game. But y'all know Mac Jones out, so they got Zappy, the backup, and he was doing decent. So, it, it it would just really be stressful as a Lions fan for the Lions to go and lose this game. You know, Dan Campbell has not won on the roll yet. But this is a winnable game. Now, what will our defense do on the roll is the question. I mean, our best defensive player is the rook. It's Malcolm Rodriguez. And they. I think he make like $20 an hour. He... Hell, I might make more than milk. You know, I'm just. I, it's stressful, y'all. I'm, the lions, they better win. You know, I, and you know Matt Patricia gonna be talking shit. You know he over there back back with um, sitting up under Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick gonna retire. He be looking tired on the sidelines now. Like he want to throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the lions, the lions better win. Now what was interesting is Denver lost. Um they be booing Russell Wilson too. That's you know, that's neither here nor there. They really I mean, Russell Wilson did walk into a really good program, I would say on a good team, but I don't know if he get it. Like, I don't know if the playbook is hard for him. He's just not he not in sync. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, they, they sick of him already in Denver. I mean, damn, like y'all booing him in the stands already? I mean, whatever. Football can be a tough sport, for real. But anyway, so I was looking at these stats against Geno Smith and Russell Wilson. Because, okay, now I'll be telling y'all Geno is not it. Right? Right? I'm still not sold on Geno. I don't care how good he's doing. I believe he's, like, number one with the passer rating against, amongst all quarterbacks. Okay, good job, Geno. <laughs> Congratulations. It reminds me a lot of when the Cardinals was undefeated last year. But let's not go backwards, you know. But anyway, Geno Smith versus Russell Wilson, it was like his stats up. Well, Geno's passer rating is like a 70. It was 77.3%. Russell Wilson's was 61%. And this was his backup. Um, Total yards, Geno was at 1037. Russell's at 980. They're not too far apart, but Geno is still the better quarterback. He learned all of this sitting behind Russell Wilson. I mean, well, he was a quarterback before. I believe he, like, 10 years in. in, But, I mean, Geno Smith ain't never been elite. And it's like he's playing elite football right now on a horrible team, I guess. Both of them two and two. And I don't see Seattle doing too much. You know, they beat the Lions. Shit, it seemed like everybody beat the Lions, though. And that's what pisses me off even more, like. I don't know, but. Good job, Gino. For Russell Wilson, I think he really needs to step it up because they gonna start looking at him like garbage, and no team is gonna want him if he can't stay in Denver and be that franchise player that they expected him to be. This might be it for us. It might be, and he gonna be depending on all the rest of the stuff they did. Good, they him and Sierra, they do so much. Um, I, you know, actually, I need to look into that soccer team in Seattle because I know they was invested in the soccer team in Seattle. Um, they just do a lot. They got their perfume together, so I think they'll be successful because I don't know. And maybe he can go into coaching or something. You know what I'm saying? Like do something. I can't see Russell Wilson just being out completely, but I mean, he gonna be out of the NFL <laughs> as a player. Um, yeah. So I thought it was just interesting how they would compare the two because I haven't seen them trying to compare Joff and Stafford. And Joff is looking way better than Stafford. Like, I mean, this is what I noticed too, though. We're going to say this about Monday night. Moving off the Lions because the 49ers kept the Rams out of the end zone. They made it to – um, they made it down there several times, okay? I don't know if the, um, the red zone offense for – um, the Rams was just ass yesterday. They was missing so many key players. Or if the defense for um, San Francisco was just that amazing. But literally never, ever, ever scored a point. I was like, hmm, this may turn into the Michigan State game. But Michigan State did end up scoring against, I believe it was Washington, the very, like, last minute, last two minutes of the game. So I thought, okay, the Rams got the ball maybe they're gonna score nope didn't even have a field goal three field goals against the rams all day nine to 24 uh crazy too about that is matthew stafford had that pick six so so many people want to just dog stafford out or whatever i'm not coming up here to dog stafford out stafford it's you she you see things okay so just like i said kenneth walker was everything for Michigan State, and you can see what, how Michigan State is crumbling. Well, when Stafford was here on the Detroit Lions, everybody just kept saying Stafford need weapons, Stafford need pieces, you know, blah, blah, blah. Stafford is not the team. It's, not, it's so many more players that make up the team that makes this team run, and it's crazy because everything goes on the quarterback. What I did notice is last season they had a great line. All wide receivers, everybody wanted to play. At this point, they got Higby, they got Cooper Cup. The damn run game is up and down. Um, Yeah, he has no weapons. So, of course, Stafford's going to look like Stafford. The Stafford we all know, you know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate because he's not a playmaker. He's not. I mean, what, what it is is if he had a little bit more targets – he could have won that game because one thing Matthew Stafford can do is find a way to win a game in the fourth quarter. He was fourth quarter comeback, Matt. I don't think it's enough of him, or I don't. I I don't know. It's I cringed watching Matthew Stafford yesterday just get sacked like that, and I it it was horrible to watch. It was like. Zim I mean I don't know I'm not happy that Matthew Stafford didn't win that I mean I'm happy for Jimmy G you know what I'm saying he he wanted that win it was the NFC championship all over again y'all remember he was crying when they last season so I mean redemption for him right but Matthew Stafford Sean McVay I don't know. And then it's still up in the air if Odell, be- Odell Beckham Jr. is going to come back. Um, he's still a free agent. Y'all know he hurt from the Super Bowl. And it's like, what's going on? Because it's almost like he he's shopping around, like he's selling himself to these teams. And it's still like, oh, is Odell going to be around? What's going on? So who knows? Also, real quick, because I didn't even have this on my list to talk about, it was like rumors floating around that I believe the Browns was looking at Antonio Brown. For one, any team that want to sign Antonio Brown is crazy. But two, I'm not even upset about that whole pool situation because, again, that's some social media up where people have their opinions about something they don't even really know about, and now it's all spreading, and that's not even the case. Um. But for him to post that picture of Tom Brady's wife, like him hugging up on her from that Super Bowl win, is the utmost disrespect. Like, first off, this man literally gave you a chance, like a second chance, like he breathed life back into your career. Like literally took you into his home and gave you a job when nobody else would. Dude, I know he know he would have never been on the Bucks if it wasn't for Tom Brady. Like after um, the Steelers was done, Antonio Brown, it was enough. And here go Tom, you know his friend. We played on the Patriots a little bit. Um, come over here to the Bucks. Let's make it happen. For you to turn around and post a picture of that man's wife, like somebody needs to be his ass, for real. That's disrespectful. Very much so, and I don't see anybody wanting to work with him. Like that man is—I don't know if this them concussions in the NFL that got him like this, because he can't be like this. Like you just can't be uh, this disrespectful. And then it's—it's like what I don't like is nobody. People don't be wanting to get a friend's accountability. I don't care what level it's on, celebrity level, low level, whatever. Me, I'm not that friend, because I'ma tell you you dumb, I'ma tell you you act as stupid as fuck, and don't bring that around me. Period. And he don't have nobody in his corner like that. And I don't I don't get that. Like that's not I don't know. I I when I saw that like I, all right, A B, that disrespectful at it at an all time high. It's not cute at all. But anyway, um uh, Patrick Mahomes finally beat Tom Brady. It was a good game. I mean, once again, the Bucks defense had no answer for um, Patrick Mahomes in the offense. Like, one thing for sure and two things for certain, they are not missing Tyreek Hill at one bit. Not one bit. Travis Kelsey, it's like he got to fly to his spots. I don't I, it's, 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 Some of Sunday's throws, I was just like, how did they make them throws? And do they practice this? (laughs)
1: Because it
0: really just looked like they was playing for fun, and it was working. That's what I like to see, though. I really love watching the Bills play and the Chiefs play. I used to like to watch the Green Bay game play even though I'm not high on Aaron Rodgers, but it's just the way that those offenses, those throws, and the things that these teams do, I'm really high on the Bills and the Chargers. Just the way they they, they play in them, it's like street ball. I love it. But I was happy, you know, Mahomes, that was his thing. Oh, I want to finally beat Tom Brady. Okay, well, he did, and this, might, this is probably going to be Brady's last season. So for Brady to lose against Rodgers, Mahomes, you know, let's see, you know. I don't know. I think he really going to be watching them kids next uh, season, though. He And I hope him and his wife get it together because I'm not one for divorce. I want to see everybody work it out. I think marriage is forever. You know, when you take your vows, you say forever, you know. And I understand that some situations don't, you know, make it to forever because some marriages should have never even been marriages. Let's talk about that on a different show, though, because this ain't the one. But some of y'all shouldn't be married. At all. Y'all just be doing it because it's cute and it's trendy. And then y'all get in these relationships and be like, I hate you. And I know a few people like that, actually. Marriage didn't even last months. Y'all wasting your time and these people's money. Stop doing that. But anyway, work it out with your wife time. Go home and stop playing with her. Because marriage is forever. The Ravens, before I get to my last story of the day. What was um, John Harbaugh thinking when they went for it on fourth down instead of taking that field goal? See, that's the problem. Okay, and know, so let's start here. He said that he wanted to go for it on fourth down because they wanted to score because it would have gave – if the Bills would have got down there and scored, it could have at least tied the game. They could have went into overtime or whatever. Come to find out, if they would have kicked that ball, it would have went into overtime anyway because they only scored three points. So your decision to go for it on the fourth down cost – I mean, yes, go for it on fourth down cost you the game. John, what I didn't like is that you didn't even give your defense a chance. You know, not at all. I would have been on the sideline hyping the defense up, like, come on, y'all, y'all got to stop them, blah, blah, blah. No. Then you you didn't even give your team a chance. Just, And that's the whole analytics, blah, blah, blah. blah. No, sometimes y'all got to take these damn points. And trust your team. Stupid loss against the Bills. I mean, I'm happy the Bills won. I'm a I'm I'm a Bills fan and I'm high on the Ravens too. But I sometimes these decisions these coaches have been making lately, I'm okay. First you had Dan Campbell go kick it, everybody missing it. Ain't one person then then kicked the ball and made it except for maybe an extra point. And here this fool all the way down here at 50 some yards. No. Then the kicker on Sunday for the Lions. Okay. So yeah. Bad, bad coaching. It's it's some horrible coaching decisions that we done already seen going into uh, week five of the um uh, NFL. The four weeks was crazy. So going into week five, we need better, better coaching decisions across the NFL, period. Um so I did really want to talk to on that. But let's go into this last story, y'all. I'm not trying to hold y'all. Um. So last week we talked about the investigation between the NFLPA and the Dolphins. What was first transpiring is when Tua Tagovailoa took that big hit against the Bills, could not walk, visibly wobbly. We could all see it, and was taken out of the game. Bridgewater went in, but Tua went back in the second half, and they won that game. All right, good for them. Beat the Bills. But Thursday night turnaround, you know, he played against Cincinnati. Now, what was that? Not even, what was it, 72 hours a game day later? He got another game. Or maybe not seventy. a little over. Um, but, yeah, it's not even a week later. He's playing a game, like, full on. So, anywho. In that game, he took another big hit, a really big hit that looked worse, I guess, than it was when his fingers curled up and they was trying to bend them back. I mean, I'm going to speak for everybody when I say that was so hard to watch. Like, I gasped. I couldn't keep my mouth closed. I mean, it just – I went into automatic prayer. This is how I know I'm I'm getting old because – I used to talk about people like that when I was little. Like, why do, you know, you just see somebody tripping automatically. You just, oh, calling on Jesus. Hello? I went into automatic prayer for Tua because, Lord, please help him. Like, no, you don't never want to see anybody hurt, for one. I remember watching the game last year, the Rams versus um, Seattle, when Aaron Donald bent Russell Wilson's finger back. Oh, my God, that was the worst thing to watch. So watching that with Tua – And just knowing the fact that he shouldn't have been out there anyway, so how much more damage that could be on his head was so hard. He got carted off the field. Then they come out 30 minutes talking about he good. Like, he is not good. First off, don't talk about he ruled out for Sunday against the Jets. So it's super, super weird because y'all ruling him out for concussion protocol I don't know. Anyway go. That's even more crazy that he went through that for a second time. And it seems like nobody cared. Oh, independent doctor fired because of handling him or whatever, whatever. Okay, we're gonna get to that in a second. It was a second player though on the Bucks, Cameron Bate. <clears throat> Excuse me, Brait. Cameron Brait, um, the tight end for the Bucks on against the game against the Chiefs, he took a hard hit. Stayed down for a while. You can tell he was messed up and stayed in the game. They ca- He came out in the second half with a concussion, but he stayed playing. And so who really is evaluating these people? Because then they come out with the reports independent doctor fired um, because of how they handled the situation with Tua. But then it come out, independent doctors and team doctors are evaluating these players on the sidelines. So even if it was an independent doctor that said, okay, he good, he clear. Why was he cleared by the team doctor? And why wasn't the team doctor fired? It's like anytime something like this goes on in the NFL, they got to find somebody to put the blame on that's not associated with the league. Unnamed independent doctor. That's nobody. Ain't nobody get fired for that. And y'all think people dumb. And it still makes no sense because the team doctor, the trainers, the people who gets paid by the NFL and by these teams also cleared these players to play. These coaches, these people who see what we see at a better view, are putting these players back in with no regards to their health, their well being. And it's crazy because where, where is it? You know, the Players Association. What are you gonna do? Not about oh Miami, but about the rest of these teams, the Bucks, everybody, and these players. Who's going to save these players from themselves? Oh, I want to go back in, coach. Put me back in. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong. I don't if it was one of the Watts or one of the Bosa's. Another player, really good player, heart. Um, had a heart issue. I seen that on the news back in the damn game because they shocked his heart no hey you gotta sit out because if you if you fall out on this field then what you know where i get it i get we want you know to see good games and i get player you know these players want to win and they want to earn their money and all of that but what about your livelihood what about your life what about what happens after football and you know you put so much moving pieces in place or rules in place to protect against concussions because of everything that happened over the years, and then it seemed like nothing is fixed. I'm I that and I love the NFL, y'all. Y'all know my dream job is to to report from the sidelines. I love the NFL, but that part, mm-mm. It makes me want to. It makes me want to, just pull every player out, evaluate them myself. Just the NFL teams, like the doctors, like who who cleared that man to really play on Thursday. And my husband made a good point because he was the face of of um, Thursday Night Football on Prime. So, oh, we can't take our the face of the game out. You know they advertised the all week with with, with him, to, a, to his face. So we can't put Br- Bridgewater in the game because nobody's gonna watch. Well, first off, I thought everybody was gonna still watch because what else comes on on Thursday night? I mean, Law and Order, I DVR it. But as far as Thursday night football, it's no other game. So yes, we're looking for this. This, I mean, I. Made perfect sense, though, for the dollar, because it seemed like everything's for the dollar. But damn, like y'all value money over people's lives. (laughs) And then as a player like me, no, I got a damn headache. I'm not coming to work today. I will call off in a heartbeat. Okay, (laughs) so I can imagine working for the NFL because I'm not feeling good. You want me to do what? Mm -mm. You know, that, and that's why, you know, everything is not for everybody, because that's not for me. But the the NFL, these teams, they got to do something because y'all can't have this. We can't. That was the worst. Like, oh my God. Just, whew, whew. As always, y'all, my favorite book is still going. I love it. I love the feedback I'm getting, too, from Life Support, Success Against All Odds. Grab y'all copies today. If you already have not gotten it, get it today. MyWhitneyB.com forward slash life support. It's a little snippet about my life, how I earned my degrees, you know, going through losing my mom and my grandma and just navigating being a single mother. So if I could do it, I think everybody else can. And so I wrote this book to be an inspiration to people. And so people can have a look into my life and why I'm I am the way I am and I I'm I me unapologetically so I want y'all to be y'all unapologetically too do you boo it's room out here for us all to win and I want people to read my book and be inspired by my story and just know that we gonna all make it so pick up your copy I'm gonna show you again this is what it looks like I'm probably about to throw that boy on Amazon too just to broaden you know my scope of people, well, the ebook is already on Amazon. I just don't advertise the ebook from Amazon because you can get it from my website as well. But I'm gonna throw it up and we're gonna uh just make it together. And if you got something out, any books, I did have somebody did reach out to me about posting some articles on a website. But if you got anything going and you want to collaborate, make sure you hit me up. You can write me on the website mywhitneyb.com, leave me a comment. Or on our social media at MyWhitneyB. I want to thank y'all for always tuning in, staying with me. I know I ran a little over today because I had a lot to talk about. Um, but y'all rock with me. Y'all gonna stick around with me for however long. I can talk all day. It's like, no, I can't even talk all day. I get on my own nerves. So I'm out. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B.